Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Thank you for joining me today, this holiday week and weekend, for a solo episode on how we can easily eat with the seasons and therefore better listen to our bodies. So my goal with this podcast, with my social media, Instagram, YouTube, the Starseed Kitchen website, really everything that I do, it's all about teaching you what I learned at culinary school, at the prestigious Natural Gourmet Institute, the health supportive culinary school that I went to, as well as teaching you what I've learned working as a chef over the past nine years, from working under other chefs, from working in the culinary world, working on the best kitchen equipment there is and other mentors that I've met along the way, as well as with my spiritual practice and those mentors, I just want to pass that information along to you so it doesn't take you as long as it took me to get the insight and the tools that I needed to move forward in the best way in my life. And one of those things that I feel like should be intuitively taught to all of us is eating with the seasons, but also being able to understand what that means and easily be able to access it. So that is what I'm going to tap into today with you during this conversation, how you can more easily eat with the seasons. So if you guys are just tuning in or you've been following me for a while, you know that I am a personal chef. I work from anywhere from five to seven different families doing custom meal prep for them. So I go to the grocery store just for that family, buy all their groceries, go to their home, prepare the food in their home, serve them lunch or dinner if they're home at that time, and then put all the food away with a printed menu, reheat instructions so they are fully prepared for a great week ahead. 
the dream, right? The absolute dream. I really think about when I do my job is what would I want if I was in this dream scenario? That's how I approach what I do as a personal chef. And with this job, it requires me to go to the grocery store every day and get fresh ingredients for that client of the day. And so by going to the grocery store six to seven days a week for the past nine years, as well as going to farmer's markets, I've learned a lot about being able to figure out easily what is in season. And the number one thing that you guys can do to learn about what's in season is go to a farmer's market. I know at this point you guys have heard that time and time again, but by going to a local farmer's market, it's the absolute easiest way to see what's in season because everything came directly from that farm. Now, in some cases, when you go to a farmer's market, there have been people that have set up stands. Now, everyone has to go through their local health department, but I have seen stands where it's not coming from a farm. It is coming from a wholesale distributor, and that happens in certain locations, which makes it harder to know if any of that is local or even grown in state. But majority of the time, the food at your farmer's market is being grown within the season, having been picked within the week that is showing up at your farmer's market. Now, not everyone has the time to go to the farmer's market. It's often during the day of the week or on the weekend where you aren't free, or maybe there's just not one in your area, depending on the time of year. And a lot of people's farmer's markets definitely close during the winter time. So how do you figure out what is in season when you can't go to the farmer's market? Well, when you walk into the grocery store, the food displays that are going to be at the front are going to show you what is in season. So it doesn't matter if you're at a Whole Foods, a Trader Joe's, a Kroger's, a Ralph's, an Albertson's, whatever is in your area, because we all have different grocery stores. They'll usually, the grocery store will usually put up displays at the front of the grocery store that will show you, hey, this is in season, get it now, this is the price. So in the summertime, you'll see cantaloupes, watermelon, corn, you'll see zucchinis, tomatoes. They will be at the front of the store because they are in season. They want you to buy as much as you can as soon as you can because the produce is gonna go bad. So they're gonna set up that display so you purchase, the price will be right. And that is probably the easiest way to recognize what's in season at your grocery store. Now, depending on where you shop, that display might not be set up at the front of the store. It just might only be set up in the produce section, but the same can go for fish and meat. So here in Southern California at the Whole Foods that I go to, you can get a certain time of year meat from Hearst Ranch. So Hearst Ranch is a famous Hearst Castle, um, kind of in northern central coast, and they've converted a lot of the family's property into a cattle ranch that is 100% grass-fed, grass-finished, and they sell the meat to local Whole Foods. Only during a certain time of year do they have that meat for sale, and they'll have ground beef, steaks, all different cuts of meats, but it's only a certain time of year, and they advertise that it's now in season, it's now available, that all this meat is from Hearst Ranch. So even meat can be seasonal, just like with fish. You know, certain schools of fish are swimming in certain areas depending on the temperature of the water, so even fish 
are fished seasonally. So you can go over to the fish, fish section of your grocery store, have a conversation with the person that's working that day or find out when the manager is in, find out what they're getting each week. You know, oftentimes they put on sale what they get a bulk catch of. So you can always look there as well. The third tip I have for you for learning about what's in season and being able to better eat in season is start talking to the people that work at your grocery store. So get to know the guy that does the fish, get to know the people in the butcher section, get to know the people in the produce section. Um, you know, they're just like you. This is either their full or part-time job. They're usually there the same days every week. So I have found the most success in shopping and having a great experience at my grocery stores by going there the same days of the week. So I have certain grocery stores that I always go to on Mondays versus what I go on Tuesdays and where I go on Wednesdays because I'm going to the grocery stores that best support where my clients live. So start to figure out the days of the week that work best for you, the stores that work best for you, and go consistently same days, kind of same time frame, same days of a week. Um, it'll help you get in a routine. So your fridge is always stocked when you need it to be. And you'll <laughs> never run out of food, never not be prepared for meal prepping. But then you'll also build a rapport with the people that are working around you. And that's where you can then ask questions and find out from them, hey, what's in season? Why is suddenly this product not on the shelves? So you'll notice certain times of year, broccoli won't be available or broccoli rob won't be available or chard won't be available. Certain vegetables will come in and out and that depends on what's happening with our environment. Have they gotten too much rain? You know, are there too many bugs growing on something? So the people that work in these departments can answer those questions and it's a lot easier to get the information you need when you have a connection and a rapport with people that work in that section. So if you want to learn more about what's in season, what's going to be coming in season, why the prices have gone up on a vegetable or fruit, um, what a particular new variety is, where it came from, start asking questions to the people that work in those departments and get to know them. Um, you'll be surprised by some of the people that you'll meet and their backgrounds. I've made so many great relationships by shopping consistently at Whole Foods and Mother's Market, and I've loved learning about where the different people that work there come from, how they got into the job, what their career was or their background was before they got into food, agriculture, whatever it is. Um, so start asking them questions. I think you guys will find it extremely helpful. Another thing that you guys can start doing as you get to know the food that's in season and you're figuring out specifically what works best for your body is picking up the food that you're bagging, you know, touching it with your hands. I see a lot of times nowadays people aren't touching the food that they're purchasing. So they'll go to certain grocery stores where everything's wrapped in plastic. Trader Joe's is a great example where you're never actually touching the food. It's completely wrapped in plastic. And you'll notice, you know, you probably saw your parents doing this when you were growing up, and you've definitely seen people do this at the grocery store, is they'll touch a few items before they decide the one that they're gonna go with. And you know, that's a great thing to do, because not every apple is meant for you, not every apple is right. So touch your food, 
feel the energy and the resonance from it. I always suggest the balance test, but in many places, you don't even need to do that. You're kind of intuitively already doing it. You probably don't even realize that you have been. By picking up an apple, it doesn't feel right, or you notice it doesn't look right. So you put it down and you find another one. And then maybe you put it down and then you pick up the third and you're like, this is the one. And that's the one you bag or you put in your cart. You're already sensing a vibration there. You're already intuitively, instinctively being able to pick up on subtle energies. If you are struggling just with that, so the concept of going and picking out avocados, a cantaloupe, any fruit or vegetables stressing you out. And a lot of people have, you know, a lot of people have been in that place. You can always do the balance test. And you know, I love the balance test. Resonance test. Um, there's a lot of different names for it. I like to keep it simple and call it the balance test. So that's where I would pick up the apple or the olive oil, the piece of fruit, the spice blend, whatever you like. And you're going to put it against your chest, put it right against your body. And you want to... Make sure you're standing up straight. Your feet are kind of balanced with your shoulders. I like to close my eyes. And you just take a breath and you ask your body yes or no questions about the product that you have against your chest. And you just ask, you know, is this olive oil right for me? And you'll lean forward if it's a yes and you'll lean back if it is a no. And it's really as simple as that. If you don't move at all, it's a maybe. You can choose the product or not. But I personally like to go with strong yeses. So I'll keep searching for the product until it's a strong yes. If you are in a produce section or a vegetable section or protein section or whatever section you're in and you're still struggling to choose your product, just ask. You are not there alone. There's plenty of people that work at the grocery store, work at the farmer's market, that are educated in what you're contemplating. You can always ask questions as well. But these are kind of my top tips for trying to figure out, just simply looking around and understanding what is in season and what's gonna work for your body. Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond Real Salt, prepare the blends listening to Kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. Another thing that you'll notice when a food is in season is it's priced right. So when you go to the store and let's say this is the one that I notice the most where I live, 
If asparagus is $8.99, asparagus is not in season. Asparagus is being shipped in probably from another country, which is why it's so expensive because there are tariffs that have to be paid, it has to be shipped. You know, it's coming from a completely different place. So there's so many more hands that touch that asparagus um, before it hits your plate. So oftentimes a product, even a shelf stable product doesn't go from that company straight to the store. There's a third party distributor. Sometimes there's a fourth party distributor. Sometimes there's a fifth party distributor. It's very interesting when you start to peel back the layers of the food industry. So each layer raises the price. So when you see a fruit, a vegetable at a really high price, it's probably because it's not in season versus when you see it at a much lower price, it's usually in season because, and then there's an abundance of it. So they have to sell it off. So you'll notice, you know, the food just doesn't taste better when it's in season, but the price will be better. Of course, when you eat it in season, it's not just going to have more flavor, but it's going to have more life force energy and bioavailability because it was picked delivered faster and you consume it faster. So it has more life force energy. So I think we all know if you pick a lemon from a tree and juice it immediately in your water, you're going to have a life lot of life force energy in that lemon water versus if you bought the lemon at a grocery store, it was picked a week ago. It's going to sit in your kitchen for another week and then you're going to juice it. So that can be applied to any fruit or vegetable. The faster it goes from getting picked into your mouth, the faster the transfer of life force energy. And really, we're only eating for that transfer of life force energy. That's what this is really all about. We need energy. We are often in a place where we don't have time to build a spiritual practice a lifestyle where we're pulling in prana from breath work, from light, from yoga, from so many other esoteric practices that are out there, that the number one way that we consume energy is through food, which is great. It's one of the pleasures of being human. It's one of the pleasures of being alive. But we want to make sure that we're getting the biggest bang for our buck when we are eating, that we're getting the largest transfer of life force energy in the most dense way possible. That's gonna make you feel the best and feel good. And we all know when we've had those meals that have made us feel that way and felt uplifted. So those are my tips for figuring out what's in season in your area right now. You can always go online and Google. One of the greatest things about the time that we are living in, it is so easy just to do a simple search online to figure out what's in season in July and then what's in season in July in Southern California or in California or on the West Coast of the United States or in the United States. You know, you can change your question however it better serves you, but looking up what's in season each month is always super helpful. And what it might also spark in you is maybe there's something that's in season in your area that you don't even know about or you've never tried before. And so now it will encourage you to go out and find that food that's in season in your area and add something new to your diet. And I always think when things like that 
pop up. Um, it's a nice a little nudge from the universe that you need to incorporate that food into your diet, that there is um, a health supportive reason why that's popped up. And that's when I turn to certain books to look up why that food is supportive to me. So there are definitely foods when they are in season, they're meant to be consumed during that time because it's, it's giving you a certain type of energy. So if you look at the foods that are in season in the summertime, so lots of melons, really dense with a lot of water, right? We have zucchinis, tomatoes, corns, string beans, hanging beans. We have stone fruit. So the peaches, the nectarines, the plums. So if we look at all those fruits and vegetables that are in season, the number one thing I think you'll notice is they're really full of a lot of water, right? Versus winter time, we're looking at root vegetables, which are really thick and heavy, but not necessarily full of water, not juicy, right? Versus the watermelons and the tomatoes, and we can all imagine those, and we all know what it's like to bite into them. There's a lot of liquid there because you need a lot more hydration in the summertime, right? And those foods operate as a way of getting more water and hydration into your body. Because some one of the best ways to hydrate is not through pure water, is by water in soups, water in stews, water with a little sea salt and um, and citrus. You know, water in other foods hydrates our cells better, faster. So when you eat in the season, it is serving a purpose of nourishing your body the way it needs to be in that season. It's also connecting you to the land where you are. So if you're eating watermelon when you're back in South Carolina, it's connecting you to the land of where you're visiting. You know, if you're eating some farmer's market peaches and plums in Southern California at a day at the beach that you picked up from the farmer's market before you went down to the coast, Again, connecting you to that area. So food does a great job to connecting us to the soil of where we are, even if we're living in a place where we can't get our feet on the ground. So great example is when you're in New York. You know, it's often hard to find time to get to one of the parks in the city and take off your shoes and sit on the grass. You know, when you live in New York City, as I have you always think, oh yeah, I'm going to spend so much time in Central Park. I'm going to spend so much time in all these cute little parks into the different neighborhoods. But actually getting yourself there can be challenging at times with the schedule. But eating food from the farmer's market or purchasing the in-season food that you find at the front of the grocery store will help you connect with that land, get grounded in the area where you are, because a lot of that food is coming from just outside the city. It really is. And you can always double check. You can always ask people in the grocery store, the people at the farmer's market, and you can always read the labels. So nowadays, it's really clear and advertised where the food's coming from. Sometimes it'll let you know the distribution company it's coming from, and you can look that up and see where that distribution is located. So you'll notice that a lot with your cilantro or your parsley or your lettuce greens. It'll say with the little tag that's wrapped around, even with your celery, the distribution company or the farm. And then you can look it up and see where that exactly is located compared to where you are. I mentioned looking up 
why a particular food is good for you. There are a few different books that I love that support me in doing that. You can find them on, I've added them all to my Amazon shop. So you can go to Amazon. I'll have the link for you guys in the show notes. It's amazon.com backslash shop backslash Whitney Aronoff. And I have my favorite books for doing this there. Number one is always the book by... Rebecca Wood, and that is the New Whole Foods Encyclopedia. That allows you to look up any fruit, vegetable, nut, seed, grain, you name it, and find out when it's in season, what organs it's nourishing, how it supports life force energy in the body. It ties it back to Ayurveda. It also lets you know the original origin, so where that particular food comes from, on this planet. It's fascinating to see how many things come from the Mediterranean when you start looking through that book. It's extremely helpful. And I find when we find out why these certain foods are good for certain organs, it can often make us eat more of it. You know, when we find out something does good for us, we tend to want it a little bit more. The other book that I love, and it is a classic as well, is Nourishing Traditions. That's by Sally Fallon Morell. She's the president of the Weston A. Price Foundation. Um, There's all different versions of the Nourishing Traditions books and cookbooks. I have them all on my Amazon shop there. I highly suggest starting with the original Nourishing Traditions and then start exploring some other versions of the book as well as it suits you. And then lastly, the Nutrition and Physical degeneration book by Weston A. Price. I know that doesn't sound enticing, nutrition and the physical degeneration. It's a book by Dr. Weston A. Price. He was a dentist, pretty sure he was head of um, the American Dental Association at the time. And so this is the work that he and his wife did traveling around the world to multiple different tribes and people living anywhere from the Swiss Alps to the islands, studying their traditional diets and then the quality of their teeth and their mouth based off of eating the real food from their land and how when sugar and processed foods were introduced to each one of these places, that's when their natural teeth and oral structures started to deteriorate and they went from having perfectly straight teeth every generation to starting to have cavities, crooked teeth, and then changing the formation of their jaws um, so that after a few generations, the people from that area didn't look like their previous ancestors. It's a fascinating book. It's actually a very easy, light read. I read it in about a week and a half back when I was in culinary school. It was assigned reading. So if you're going to dive into nourishing traditions, definitely pick up this original book by Weston A. Price. You can probably find it at a local library as well. I mean, it truly is a classic. I absolutely love this book. There's photos as well. Um, And I think you guys will too. So those are my tips for you guys today on eating with the seasons, tapping into what's feeling right for you, where to turn if you want to continue to learn about why certain foods are good and nourishing for you, um, as well as understanding why certain foods are growing certain times of year because it serves a purpose of connecting you to the land, nourishing you, hydrating you, revitalizing you, and at the most simple 
simple of concepts, transferring the type of energy to you that you need at this time. So if you guys have any questions about this topic, feel free to email me anytime. You can get the email address on the Starseed Kitchen website, starseedkitchen.com. That link is in the show notes. You guys can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's the best place for me to see reviews. You can always leave reviews on Spotify, but I can't see them. So if you leave a review on Apple iTunes, you can always put in there, hey, Whitney, please address this question. Please address this topic. Can you bring on an expert in this field? I would love to learn more about what you guys are really into, what you enjoy learning and listening to, any past guests that I've had on the show that you'd like for me to bring back because you have outstanding questions. Please share this all with me because that's what I'm here to do and that's what I love doing. I hope you guys found this episode supportive and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.